Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar and your dating guru and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv is Cheryl Besner. Cheryl, hi. Hello. Exciting show today. We're talking about travel. Yeah, one of my favorite things in life. I it's, love to travel. It's the best. Uh, I'll be spending uh, about a month traveling this summer. I can't wait. I know, you lucky guy. Mm-hmm. You know, usually I travel a lot, and it's funny because up until this year, I've always traveled solo or with the sun during the summer, and I loved it because I always got to meet new people and, yeah, even dated somebody from Italy for a while. Because wow. Yeah, I know. And it was funny because that was a friend of mine in Montreal knew I was going traveling solo mm-hmm. with two girlfriends on a cruise. And she said, you know what? I happen to know this gentleman. He'd love to meet you guys. He loves being a tour guide for his city. And I bet, you know, we should hook you up. And I bet he'd love to take you out. So we arrive in Italy, actually. Um, we were in Livorno. And the ship pulls in. And there is this beautiful Italian man waiting to zip us off and take us into the Chianti region. And then a couple months later... We start dating. Wow. I know. So whirlwind Italian romance. Yeah, Lots it was. of pasta and vino. It was, yeah, a lot of pasta, a lot of vino, <laughs> and, and a lot of fun. But it really made me realize that you never know who you're going to meet and where. There was nothing planned, and it was exciting. It's also great to just, uh, you know, get, get out of your headspace here, and it, it makes you sort of take stock of who you've become and who you are, and it's good to disconnect a little bit from your environment. Yeah, well, it's always good to have that time for yourself to get out there and connect with yourself, but especially when you're doing it with something that you love, and, and that's my favorite thing. I just love to travel because I like connecting people, right? And what better place when you're traveling to meet new people to introduce people to each other and just get out and have fun. So uh, coming up, we'll have our roundtable with Hadi Hollinger and Gary Ray, who's a photographer, travels all over the world, of course. Both uh, photographers, actually. Oh, that's true. Hadi is as well. Yeah, yeah, and had a TV show about um, travel. Uh, oh, wow. So that's, uh, that'll be awesome <laughs> coming up on the roundtable. And uh, we have Jess Solomon, of course, with the Love Beats and uh, the Kiss Calendar, all the events of the week. Uh, but first, uh, let's talk to an expert on, uh, on romance and travel. Well, this is a great guy. I met him, actually, when I started off getting involved in the dating world. And I met him at a convention, um, the iDate convention in California. His name is Mark Owens, and he owns a company called Events and Adventures. And what I love about this type of company is he has his clients register and they go out on different adventures, exactly what it says, and following your passions and getting involved in them, best way to meet new people. So welcome, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hey, how are you doing? Good, how are you? I am doing fantastic. It's great to be on your show. Oh, fantastic, Mark. I'm so happy. Now, where are you right now? Uh, I'm in Phoenix, beautiful, sunny Phoenix. And you have several locations all over the U.S., and I think even a, one location in the West. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. No, we're in Vancouver, Canada. Mm-hmm. We're, we're there in the B.C. area. So. so how many locations do you have in all right now? Uh, nine. Nine. Oh. Um, Vancouver being the only one in Canada right now, though we, we've been thinking about opening in Toronto. Oh, well, that's definitely something we can help you with also getting started in Toronto. So tell us a little bit about your company. How does it work? People sign up, become members, and then sign up for individual activities that follow their dreams, desires, and passions? Yeah, we're a private social club for singles. So you have to be single 
to be a member, we run about 30 or 40 events in each city that we're in. So there's you know probably 40 events this month in uh, Vancouver, BC, um, and the idea is to meet and have a lot of fun, and hopefully you know you're finding more serious relationships along the way. Now, when people sign up, do you find that they repeat and do a lot of the same type of adventures, or are they trying out different things that you offer? You know, people usually go crazy when they first join the club. It's really easy, and they'll go to a lot of events in the first few months. And after that, they kind of find the ones they like the most and, and have a more kind of measured schedule of attendance. And what happens, for instance, if you're a newbie? I think, for instance, you do kayaking tours, correct? Um, yeah, um, we're doing everything from, uh, you know, whitewater rafting to house parties to, you know, the world travel you were talking about. It's funny you mentioned because um, we're going to Italy this fall. Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. So Love it. I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's where we're going, you know, um, you know, Rome, Florence, Siena, Bologna, Venice, that kind of stuff. So it's going uh, to be a wonderful trip. I can't wait to go. But getting back to where I was trying to go with that question is, if, for instance, I want to join up and you're doing whitewater rafting and I've never done it before and you have experts, how does that work? Oh, well, you know, a lot of our members, part of the reason for joining the club is to do things you haven't done before. So if you haven't been whitewater rafting, we're going to set it up so that you can have fun even at your very first time. So it's, it's very easy to be a part of, and our website gives you all the information you need um, to be able to be successful even if you've never done it before. So, Dan, have you ever gone on any solo trips yourself? Never, no. No? No. Never gone. Well, you're asking somebody <laughs> who loves to do that. I mean, I love to get on board or get on a plane and plunk myself down on a beach somewhere and meet new people. But what do you think about it, Mark? Isn't that a great way for some people to socialize? And then other people need the support of organizations like yourself, right? Well, it kind of depends on how much of an extrovert you are. You know, a, a, a true extrovert is going to jump right in. They're going to go with something big right away. I've had a lot of people that joined that were really more shy. And, but because we have event hosts at every event, they, they can go to something easier first and something that's less stressful for them. And just a, you know, a house party or movie night or a comedy club, things like that where they can get to know people first before they go out on, you know, trips to Vegas and stuff like that. So... Tell me, how long are some of the adventure tours that you do? Do they start at 24 hours, 48 hours? Well, you know, we do things like going playing volleyball sometimes at night, you know, just for a couple hours, um, all the way to a couple weeks. Um, you know, we did um, uh, Kenya and uh, Egypt. Wow, that's that, a long that commitment. About, <laughs> yeah, that was two weeks. You, you know it's a long trip when your side trip is to Egypt. So, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Mark Owen joins us from Events and Adventures. Uh, Mark, when, when sort of you, you, people are on these adventures, uh, when singles are on these adventures and the adrenaline's going, you're having an adventure, I mean, is, is romance sort of accelerated because you're in that sort of adventurous environment? You know, I've, I think the main theme of our company has, has become uh, when you relax and have fun, that's when you're the most attractive to other people. I think so often in life, we kind of, as singles, we kind of focus on getting married, and it's almost like an interview process. And I think that actually makes life harder for you. I think it's important that you live life, and when you're, well, like you, Cheryl, you are so vivacious. When I met you and when I've been with you, you're, like, always out, and you're excited, and you're enjoying the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think that makes you very attractive just because of that. And I think that's a great example for other people to follow.
Oh, well, thank you very much. I'm going to take that compliment. <laughs> but if for somebody is thinking of signing up, do you find most people come to you, let's say, with a girlfriend or a guy friend that they want to travel with, or do they sign up completely solo? Um, guys always come by themselves. Um, you know, guys aren't going to join with another guy, right? Um, I've, I've seen some women that join with a friend, but usually you join to meet new friends. You already have the friends you have, and so you join to expand your social circle. Or let's say that you're, uh, if any of your uh, people move to um, Vancouver, they'll need a new social group and a new social circle, and being a part of events and adventures can really accelerate that process and make you more comfortable in the city right away. You know, I want to go back to something um, in a few minutes because I do want you to think about this for a minute. What is it that makes the differential between guys going to these things alone and women who go in groups? And that's something even within our social communities we see all the time, which is why a lot of people say, oh, you know, there's so many more women out there than men. So we're going to get back to that, all right? Um, do you want me to answer that? We'll take a quick break first, Mark, okay. and then we'll be right back. Mar- Mark Owen, the president and founder of Events of an- and Adventures on the Line, will also meet Dario, our Bachelor of the Week, coming up on Solo in the City, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. <laughs> This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with Cheryl Besner, of course, the founder of SoloInTheCity.tv. And uh, this episode, Cheryl, all about travel. Uh, on the line, we're talking uh, to Mark. Uh, Owen from Events and Adventures, uh, they put on sort of um, single trips, I guess. Well, it's, it's, it's single trips and it's an activity-based company. So depending on where you are, for instance, in Vancouver, you can sign up and it doesn't have to be even a trip. It can be, as Mark was saying earlier, um, a house party that you mm-hmm. get to go to or a baseball game. So it's following things that you love to do or think you would like to try. Uh, Dario will co- be coming up in a minute, our Bachelor of the Week. Uh, but first, Mark, uh, any success stories you want to share? Any marriages or any long-term relationships that have come out of your trips? Oh, hundreds. Um, I met my own wife through the club. So that wow. Was, I was going to say that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I actually interviewed her for the club. We interview everybody before they join. So, but, but you were asking the question about you know, where all the guys are. Let me give you a quick answer on well, that. Yeah, because you, know, we, you were saying how guys register four years alone, whereas women will come sometimes with a friend. And I was saying, why is that? You know, because out in society, you see guys don't go out in groups as much as women do. Well, a couple things. One, men define themselves by what they do, and women define themselves by their relationships in life. And so if you ask a guy about himself, he's going to tell you about his job, and a woman's going to tell you about her friends and the, and the people that she loves. And so that's part of it. Women in general are a little bit more social than men are, and men kind of focus on one person a lot. Also, though, when you get over 35, there are more women than men in every age group, and that disparity increases over time. And finally, after divorce, a lot of guys come out of divorce very bitter and pull themselves out of the, um, the dating realm. And I think men end up more bitter than women out of divorce, and it takes men a little bit longer to recover. You're right, and the statistics do show everything you just said is 100% true. But it's funny because that's when people do say, 
there's no men out there. You'll hear that women say that, or guys will say, you know, there's five women to every one of us, so we have our pick. And it's not really true. There's even amounts of male and females out there, just women are more visible because they get out easier than Well, guys. there are more women than men, a little bit, but um, here's another thing that happens. Like in our club, I'll have, I'll have uh, men that tell me that, but when you actually look at it, um, when you're meeting people of your own sex for fun, you can have a hundred of those. When you're looking for somebody of the other sex, you're looking for one person, and so there might be a hundred women in the room. In your mind, there's only three three that you would be interested in. And so that kind of skews your perception about how many people are really there because anybody that's not in your dating pool doesn't count as you for you as one of those women or one of those men. So do you think that your organization, what your company also provides is for that, you were saying, you know, kind of the wallflower, the woman who is a little bit shy or the guy who sits back, it provides an activity where they can actually be doing something together and it's that icebreaker. They don't have to think about what to say, they kind of just get in there and do things together. Well, you know, our club is really perfect if you're shy. I mean, it really, really is. But let me give you a couple things that your people uh, that are listening could do even if they're not a member of events and adventures. The first thing is when you go to a party, don't be fashionably late. That's for people that are snobs. You want to be early <laughs> if you're shy because that way you meet people before everybody gets there. You can meet the host, be involved with the host. They'll introduce you to other people, and you meet people one or two at a time. You realize they didn't all come together. Great point. That's one thing. Another thing you want to do if you're shy is take the attention off yourself. I use a thing called form for some of my customers, and what you do is you just look on your knuckles, F-O-R-M. And instead of talking about yourself and having that spotlight on you, you ask them about their family, what they do for a job, what they do for recreation, and for events and adventures, it's membership. It's something meaningful. And if you ask questions about each of those things, you'll be seen as someone who's a listener and someone who's caring, and the focus won't be on you, and you'll find that you'll be less shy. One of the things that I, we were talking about is the fact that I love what you do because it's also helping promote, your, you know, stepping out and doing something that you're passionate about. And that's one of the things that I always talk to people and say, don't ask them because you were also saying that men tend to say more about their business than they identify. I say never ask somebody what they do for a living, actually. I say ask them what their passions are. And you usually see a completely different side of the person. Well, I think the most important thing when you're asking a question is you ask a question that um, gets a story back. Mm -hmm. You want to ask questions, not where do you go to school, but um, what was the craziest thing that ever happened to you in school? You know, what's the most interesting thing about your job? You want to lead them to be able to tell a story about themselves. And I think that is more important than asking yes or no statistical questions. Barbara Walters, actually, I got to meet her a few months ago, and her thing was she always said that if she sits down at a dinner table and doesn't know anybody, she asks them what their first job was, if they can remember what their first job is. And it's interesting because it usually goes into, you know, I was doing X because my mother told me to get a job for the weekend. And she said, you see a whole different side as well. So it was interesting to hear her come up with that. Yeah, and, you know, having a couple questions like that that you have in your pocket if you're shy is really great. And also having answers because you're going to be asked a handful of questions um, at the beginning of any date. And you want to have an interesting answer. Like, you know, for instance, you know, when people ask me, you know, about Arizona, I say, you know what, it's a great place. It's all beach, no ocean. (laughs) You know, (laughs) because it kind of is. And, you know, I could just say, yeah, I live in Arizona. It's 
you know, but that's a boring answer. So you have that short list of questions you're going to be asked. Give some thought to them. Mark Owen was with us from Advents and Adventures. Uh, so tell us again about those success stories. Uh, I mean, uh, you see, you see, I mean, besides your own marriage, which is pretty incredible, uh, how many marriages are you at now? I don't know. I, you know, when I started the club, that wasn't the focus. The focus really was on going out and having fun and meeting people. I'll tell you our quickest marriage. Um, we had a couple, um, actually a couple now, um, but he'd been a member quite a while. She came, and she was definitely looking for a husband, but... Um, she went to her first event was a Memorial Day weekend whitewater rafting trip that we took. Awesome trip. Um, they got married on Fourth of July. Oh wow! wow. That's they got married at Lake quick. on Lake Tahoe yeah. five <laughs> weeks later. And the whole five weeks, I'm going, Don, wake up, dude. Uh, and now you know they have three kids and they're very happy. So, you know what? I've seen love at first sight a lot. And I know it happens. That's not always the way it happens, but it absolutely can happen for people. Well, to me, the biggest success story is people going out and having a great time at one of your adventures. And that's really what I think is important to this whole concept that you did. And you do it so well. Thank you. Mark Owen from Events and Adventures. Uh, thanks, Mark. You want to hang out for a couple of minutes while we chat with our, uh, our Bachelor of the Week? Absolutely. I can't wait to hear. Great. So let's introduce him. His name is Dario. Hi, Dario. Hello. Hi, how's it going, Dario? Very good, yourself? Excellent. So Dario's our new bachelor this week from SoloInTheCity.tv. Uh, why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself, Dario? All right. Well, uh, 33 years old, live in Montreal, work in sales. So uh, I'm on the road a lot. And uh, I also uh, work at uh, Jack Saloon in the uh, old Montreal region. Right. And, and I will say that we happen to have met at Jack Saloon because we were there during the Grand Prix weekend and did one of our shows there, Dan. And Dario, you definitely do stand out in a crowd. You happen to be a very charming, very energetic and very handsome man. So any ladies out there listening to us right now, I have to tell you, Dario is definitely one of our eligible bachelors. Wow, that's uh, very nice. Thank you. <laughs> and you make a mean cocktail, right? Oh, of course. you got to have one of those as well. So, Dario, do you have a deal breaker, something that if you're entertaining, dating a woman, if they possess a certain quality or do something that just throws you right off? Well, I'd have to say a controlling person, someone who doesn't trust, is something that's uh, really a deal breaker for me. Or, uh, or even uh, someone who uses uh, drugs is something I can't really uh, stand at all. So, I mean, being in that scene sometimes, in the, uh, in the club scene, it's something that uh, we uh, come along uh, across uh, sometimes, and it's uh, definitely a deal-breaker for me. We're talking today about solo traveling and adventure-type dating. Have you ever gone on a trip solo? Uh, I have, yes, in the past, uh, but it, it has been about probably 10 years from now. Mm. So is that something that would interest you? Of course, always. Where's, I'm always uh, willing. Where's your favorite place to travel to? Uh, I am a big fan of Europe. Being oh. Italian, uh, Italy's uh, a place I've enjoyed in the past, and I've also I've been to Switzerland, Sweden, uh, traveled quite a bit, been to Germany as well. But uh, like I said, it, I haven't traveled to Europe in about ten years now. So a little solo trip somewhere in Europe or even down south is always uh, something I'm looking for. So maybe if you don't meet somebody on Solo in the City's dating site, you can also join up Mark Owen's adventure, <laughs> events and adventure to Italy, and we'll find yeah. you a lady friend. Wow. 
All right, thanks. thanks for stopping by, Dario. And, uh, and Mark, adventsandadventures.com is the website. Uh, Mark, any parting words for, uh, for singles out there who might want to consider a trip? Or Dario? Well, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and, Dario, if you want to come to Chicago, Chicago is the closest club for us. So if you ever make it to Chicago, you let me know. Sounds great. All right. to do that. Thanks very much, Dario, and uh, thanks as well to, uh, to Mark from Events and Adventures, uh, eventsandadventures.com, and Cheryl, our roundtable is next, all about travel with a couple of people who have traveled quite a bit, uh, Heidi Hollinger uh, from the Kalanaki Group and uh, Gary Ray, photographer, all about the benefits of traveling and finding romance on the road. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City, your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with, of course, Cheryl Besner, the founder of TV, And uh, we're talking all about uh, travel this travel. week on the show. Getting up there, getting out there, getting social and doing it. Sometimes abroad. Yes, so we have uh, the KISS calendar, all the events of the next week coming up. Love Beats as well on the program. Uh, but first, we have a couple of frequent flyers with us for the roundtable this week. Uh, first, we have Heidi Hollinger, a photographer and uh, from the Kolonaki Group. Uh, hi, Heidi. How are you? Hi. Good. Thank you. And uh, we have Ray, who's a photographer who's also uh, traveled uh, uh, extensively in his career. Hi, Ray. Hi. How are you today? Good. How are you? Fantastic. So, you know what, Heidi? I'm really excited because not, I mean, we... we We've talked about the Kolonaki group and everything, and we've had you on the show before, but also Porte d'Affaires, uh, sorry, Porte d'Attache. You know, this was a show all about traveling and getting out there and exposing cities. And to me, that's what these solo trips are about, is experiencing new places. So tell us a little bit about that experience. I hosted a TV show called Paul d'Attache for three years, and it was a documentary series on port cities. And what was great about it is that when you know I filmed and I arrived a couple of days before the, the the shooting, and I got to just walk out on my own and go to the marketplace and you know see how the city thrives. And uh, that was that's basically my favorite part. And uh, I love I love learning about a place. So it was also great about doing the TV show was that it was an in-depth documentary, and we we had we got to interview people that uh, that make the city move. And Ray, same thing for you, right? When you were doing your photography, it always brought you to exciting new places, Absolutely. and you met a lot of people, right? Absolutely, and different places that you would never expect to go. So basically, uh, you get to see things and experience people and uh, experience life in a different form. Especially when you're working, you get to have to uh, be with people that will accommodate you and be comfortable with you. And that's how it works out, being solo in that point of view. Dan was mentioning earlier on also that when you travel, you actually get to learn a lot about yourself. And part of that learning is through seeing other people and the way they live and the things that encompass their world, their food and their smells and the architecture, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, you come back from being abroad and you have so many ideas. It's such a liberating experience and it's a creative process because your mind can't stop working. And uh, for example, you know, you go to Copenhagen, which is the most bikeable city in the world, and you wonder why we don't have certain aspects of that here. Um, basically, there are more more bikes on on the road than there are cars, and uh, and I've always wanted Montreal to be a more bikeable city, and we're 
We're getting there. We're we're getting there. We've got the Bixies. I mean, even that's travel solo. You know, grab a Bixie and end up on the other side of town. Dan, you're smiling at me. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 an avid cyclist, so I cycle all the time. And sometimes I meet people along the way. Sure, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, uh, Ray and uh, and Heidi, what are a a couple of destinations that you have been to that you would recommend for singles? Something that's that's really sort of singles friendly. Well, I just came back from Barcelona. I knew you were going to say that. I mean, what, what, you know what? Barcelona, it's got to be one of the top, right? I was there with my boyfriend. However, it is a city that it just it never sleeps. It, um, there, it's, it's so incredibly beautiful. The food is great. You can go to a tapas bar. You can just go, they have, like, stand-up tapas. You can just go stand at the bar and, and meet, uh, meet people while you're there. They have incredible museums. You can go to the Picasso Museum, the Miro Museum, and 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 you can meet people there. It's uh, I would say Barcelona is an incredible city. What about you, Ray? Well, I was thinking about this previous to coming here today, and uh, I prefer cruising on uh, the oceans and going to visit different ports of call. I found that that is the best place to go as a single solo person, being that. There's all kinds of people on the ships, and you have so many activities, and you're able to to be anywhere at any time on your own schedule. You're not you're not confined to anything. You could just go as you feel, and there's always lots of lots of single people to meet at that point. I have to say, when I was traveling years ago, I ended up in Beijing by myself, and so many people said to me, "Are you crazy going there solo?" And it was the first time that I landed in a city not for work, total travel. And what I loved about it is nobody told me how long to stay anywhere, where I had to go next. I didn't have to compromise, and I know in a relationship we all compromise and have to compromise on certain things, but I didn't have to. It was all about me, and if I met somebody along the way, I could spend as much time as I wanted talking to that person. You're shaking your head you agree right yeah because then you can uh, you can act spontaneously and just see what happens next i mean you know i went um i went uh on a trip with with my ex to um to spain and we we went on a on a cruise to to tangier you know it was a it, was, it had to be organized it was uh, and we were we ended up being with a whole bunch of tourists and I have to say, it was one of the worst experiences of my life because we could not leave this tourist group, and it was, and we we couldn't stand it, and um, and that is not my ideal travel scenario. I think it's very important if you are traveling solo, but you want to go with a wingman and not go on one of these trips. Also, make sure that you're on the same schedule. Meaning, if one's an, a night person and one likes to be in bed early, that's not going to work if you're traveling as a, as a twosome. So true. Right. So Have true. you ever wa- run into that kind of experience where you went well, away? One time or I you went, went away out? with a male a friend of mine, and it was just an absolute disaster because he had what happened? Tot- well, basically, we went down to uh, the south, and uh, his his idea was one thing to go in different bars and stuff like that, where I like to just spend more time at the pool and the beach and uh, meet people in that way. And we we just conflicted even in the, in sharing the room together. One person could be a slob, and the other person could be like a neat freak. <laughs> So it just doesn't work very well sometimes. You have to be a compatible companion to travel with. And that, again, brings to the point, if you're traveling alone, you don't have those confinements. You do what you want when you want. Yeah, but you can also divide and conquer, right? You can go somewhere with somebody. When I was 18, I did you know, backpacking across Europe. I went with my friend Sarah. And she wanted to go shopping all the time. And, and I had just taken an art history course at McGill. So I wanted to go see all the museums. So I was like, I'm, you know, I'm at the uh, Kunsthistorisches uh, Museum in, in Vienna. And I am, I am, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going in right now. And <laughs> she, you know, we were in Milan and, you know, she wanted, I wanted to go in um, Florence. I wanted to go see the David and she wanted to go shopping. So it was great because we were able to do that. 
Well, you have to have that conversation in advance. I mean, that's like any other relationship. You have to have that communication. You also have to both be independent enough going on that trip that you can separate and divide and conquer, as you're saying. Uh, Ray's here. He's a photographer and Heidi Hollinger as well. Um, do you remember any of sort of the uh, uh, the more beautiful romantic settings if maybe you're past the single point and, and getting into a couple? I mean, what about uh, if you're just starting to date someone and maybe thinking about pl planning a trip? Uh, what are a couple of destinations that you think are, are good for that initial romantic getaway? Well, I've just recently returned from going down to uh, Punta Cana and uh, it was like a, a, a couple's resort that we had gone to, and it was the most marvelous vacation I ever had. I wouldn't recommend it for single people, but as a couple, it's it was so beautiful. It was like it's almost like being in those advertisements the, with the palm trees and the beaches and and just the the winds flowing through your your hair, and it's just marvelous. It's and the really pina coladas, delicious, <laughs> and delicious. with a little umbrella yeah, in that's it. Right. <laughs> Okay, this might be totally unexpected, but I would say a great place to go is Prince Edward County. Really? Yeah, it is four Tell hours drive from here. It is. It's, it's where you. It's a. It's a wine. It's Canadian wine country. It's in Ontario, where Picton, Ontario, is, and it is really the best kept secret until now, um, because they have such incredible wine. It's um. It's it's one of you know the the up and coming wine regions of, of Canada, and um, and they have incredible incredible uh, vineyards with passionate winemakers. So if you can go around and talk to these winemakers, you're going to come back with, uh, you know, with, 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 with lots of feelings and, and probably some great uh, bottles of wine for your cellar. Um, and may I mention, for example, someone like Norman Hardy has mm. one of the best Pinot Noirs like, I've had. It's incredible, and it's Canadian. And the Chardonnay down there and the Riesling, it's just, I can the go on and on. Sounds great. Can we go now? <laughs> <laughs> well, the fun part about things like that is also that it gives you an activity-based uh, thing to conversational, you know, get things going where you can gab with each other about yeah. what you're drinking. Well, uh, Ray and Heidi, thanks so much for stopping by Soul in the City this week. Great advice. Uh, you can uh, check out the podcast if you want to catch up on all the uh, destinations that we mentioned today, solointhecity.tv. So Ray, who's a photographer, and Heidi Hollinger, also a photographer, traveler, a Kalanaki group. Uh, thanks so much for stopping by, guys. Well, thanks. you're more than welcome. Thank you. Coming up next, uh, we'll tackle, tackle the, uh, the Kiss Calendar, all the events coming up in the next week, and comedian Jess Solomon will be along for the Love Beats on the Street. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with the founder of SoulInTheCity.tv, Cheryl Besner. And uh, Cheryl has been uh, working furiously all week to give uh, to prepare some events uh, coming up in the next few days. And uh, there's a lot like going on. I've been kissing like crazy. Wow, kissing like crazy. There's a lot, of, a lot of good food, too. Yes. And Thursday night, there's two things, actually. One of them is the Montreal Taste of the Caribbean Festival. And I know that you've been there, right, Dan? I, I've I've been there and I was involved a couple of years ago. Um, I gotta say, I want to give a shout out to Gemma and all the gang at Taste the Caribbean because they are amazing. The the food there is incredible. Uh, I've been going for the last few years and I always have an amazing time. And you meet some really awesome people. And there's there's basically different dishes for every island of the Caribbean. I love and that. It is such a party, and uh, I I cannot recommend Taste the Caribbean.
Oscar being enough. What's your favorite dish to eat? A Caribbean dish. Oh, jerk chicken. I, jerk I, go, chicken? I go straight to Jamaica and I get the jerk chicken, yeah. See, and I'm a Barbados fan and I love that too. Anyway, it's, that's on Thursday night. And also on Thursday night, don't forget, this is going on in the Old Port as well in the Old Port. You have Jack Saloon. And every Thursday night, they do a $15 special. It's 5 plus 1 equals 15, 5 oysters and a glass of wine. And we both know that that location is rocking it. I mean, it's a great place to be. Always live rock bands on hand. And ladies, if you want to meet Dario, our Bachelor of the Night, you might want to go there on Thursday. Also, there's the Montreal Group, Montreal Adventures, and Active Meetup. They're doing a Sankaset cocktail at the Botanical Gardens restaurant. And don't forget, the Botanical Gardens is now hosting their Mosaïque Culturelle, which is starting as well. So it's a great place to go meet new people and see the sights. I mean, I don't know. Have you ever gone to that? It's fantastic what they can do. I actually didn't know there was a restaurant at the Botanical Gardens. Yeah, there is. I haven't is. been there in a while. But, but the gardens itself, if, if, there's, if there's a perfect date place in the city, it's that one. It, but it is the Mosaic, so I mean, Mosaic and what they do with these beautiful sculptures that they create. It's fantastic. And again, a lot of great conversation to start talking to somebody. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they do. And they also have a Chinese garden, like a tea garden there. So it's a great day place. Also starting on Friday, it's the Montreal Jazz Festival that starts. That's 10 days of concerts. Uh, sorry, it's actually 11 days and nights. Around 650 concerts are going to take place. So it's a great place to just stroll on your own, take somebody down, or go on a date. Can I tell you that I, I was on my bike maybe about two years ago going through the jazz festival and I just decided to sort of sit down and, and take in some jazz, met someone, went on a date. It uh, didn't work out, but hey, it, at least it happened, right? Did she so, leave you at the airport again? No. No? <laughs> no. No, I just, uh, just didn't, I don't know, no chemistry or anything. But at least at least we at least we tried. And you can meet people like that. People are just 100%. Wander, sauntering in, listening to jazz. Great way to meet people. Well, yeah, and there's people from all over the world. So you, you never know who you're going to meet down there. And then also Saturday night, Freddie James Project at Le Balcon, again in the old port. So if you like 70s music and soul, you want to get up and get out and boogie, that's the place to be. All right, and you can find all the events. Uh, there's tons more on uh, the website, solointhecity.tv. You can click it on the calendar section there, on the KISS calendar section. And uh, now it's time for Jess Solomon, our, our comedian correspondent with the Love Beats on the Street. And uh, this week she went to, onto the streets to talk about travel. Yeah, and that's what she was asking people. How far would they travel to meet the love of their life? And here's what some people had to say. Hi, I'm Jess Solomon here with Solo in the City, Love Beats on the Street, CJD. What's your name? Molly Breezeblock. Molly, it's wonderful to meet you, Molly. Uh, so, Molly, this week we're talking about long-distance relationships. Have you ever been in one? I'm actually in one right now. Oh, my goodness. How's it going? It's going well. Yeah. We were just talking to your long-distance girlfriend, Molly, before. How is it going for you? Tough, but what else can I do? I love her so damn much. What are some of the things you do to make it go well? Um, well, we plan trips to see each other, and so that's one way we can stay connected. Now he's visiting here now, and I'm going to go okay. back to New York. Yeah, we both have kind of like loose employment, so okay. it's a lot easier. I have been for long distance relationships, they only lasted two or three months, and they and that's because I ended up moving across the country. So you move, you follow them across the country? Yes. Communication? With you as uh, Facebook, <laughs> we private message and we Skype. Would you be open to being in a long distance relationship? Um, yeah, maybe. Taylor, you're open to everything. I'm open. Bring it on.
We're going to have to do more on long-distance relationships one day, Cheryl, because there's some pretty interesting stories in there. Well, it's not only about long-distance relationships. It's also just about traveling and then meeting people. And look, I'm dating somebody now, and I met him in Montreal. He was here visiting, and we just happened to bump into each other at a restaurant. That was it. Well, actually, he was bold enough to come over to my table, <laughs> gave him extra bounty points. What was his line? Do you remember his line? Um, no, he actually him. didn't have a line. He just walked over and said, I had to meet you. Oh. And I was like, yeah, what took so long? I'm on dessert. <laughs> uh, excellent. Uh, so uh, that, that wraps it up for, for this week. Um, next week, we're going to talk about dating after divorce. We are. But before we do that, I do want to say one other thing. I just want to give everybody a tip out there. I love the idea of traveling. I love the idea of these solo trips. But if you are going away with a specific person that you are just new into a relationship with, try and think of a weekend thing. You know, I've, I've heard stories about people who go away for a week and it's a disaster because you're still in that, you know, transition mm. stage. So keep it shorter. And I've been on a lot of sort of mini road trips around Quebec uh, with, with women that I've dated and you can literally walk into your car and drive in any direction and within a half hour, an hour, you're, you're going to be somewhere beautiful. And and I think that, that there's a lot of, of really close areas in Quebec that people need to discover. It's a really beautiful province and you just drive a you know an hour and you're in, in in paradise basically. Well, hopefully, if you're with that person, that's the paradise, right? Absolutely. Uh, so, dating after divorce next week, Cheryl uh, should be an interesting show. And don't forget, we're here every Saturday night, 10 p.m. on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. Have a great week, Cheryl. Thank you. And I'm Cheryl Besner, flying solo with you this week. And if you want to check out our events calendar, go to solointhecity.tv. While you're out there, why don't you check out our dating site? And also, if you have any questions, send them to me and I'll answer them on air. And don't forget to kiss. Keep it simply social. See you next week.